And we're back. It's Mile High Magazine. Murphy Houston here. Glad to have you there each and every Sunday about this time. And joining me is my friend Sam Cole, the uh, Traffic Safety Communications Manager, Colorado Department of Transportation, better known as CDOT to many of you. Sam, how's it been? Haven't talked in a while. I know. It's so great to be here. Thanks, Murphy. Yeah, glad to have you back, too, because you always have some good stuff. Well, this is kind of a... I don't know, I wouldn't say it's great, but I know that we're into, now that Memorial Day has passed and we're unofficially into summer, we talk about the 100 deadly days of summer, which is kind of ominous. But talk about that. What does that all mean, Sam? Yeah, well, we tend to see um, deaths on our roadways, fatalities on our roadways spike during um, during the summer between Memorial Day and Labor Day. It's about 100 days there. And um, it's not only because there's more travel going on, more people out there, but it's because more people are driving impaired, uh, they're speeding, they're driving recklessly, they're out there, it's summer, they're having fun, but sometimes to their detriment. And we see some uh, really bad drivers out there that are just behaving recklessly and and causing some really bad crashes on our roadways. Recently that has gotten more numbers than years gone by, Sam? Yeah, yeah. We um, just saw the most deaths on our roadways last year than ever. Wow. In Colorado's history, over 760 people were killed last year in Colorado. And, uh, you know, that's up by about 50 percent just Jeez. over the last 10 years or so. And it's not the population. The population of Colorado has not increased by 50 percent, but roadway deaths have. And um, that's why we're really buckling down our, our awareness campaigns, our enforcement and even engineering solutions. Wow. And is it mainly motorcycles? I mean, that just pops into my head with the 100 deadly days of summer that motorcycles are out more than ever. They are. We've actually seen uh, the number of motorcycle deaths on our roadways um, really double in the last 10 to 15 years. Yeah, a lot of motorcycles out there. As I said, people want to enjoy the summer. And one reason why, why they get a motorcycle is not just to get from point A to point B like you do in a car. But on a motorcycle, people are out, they want to they buy motorcycles, they want to have fun. And that, that means perhaps speeding, weaving in and out of traffic, and um, eventually those bad behaviors, those unsafe, risky behaviors are going to catch up with you. Right. And motorcycles, motorcycles are very unforgiving. They have no crash protection. The only crash protection you have is that helmet and whatever clothing you're wearing. And unbelievably, some motorcyclists don't even wear helmets. Um, we don't have a helmet law in the state, um, unfortunately, for adults. Well, it, it, it's not the law in Colorado to wear a helmet, is it, Sam? Right. So we don't have a helmet law for adults. Um, if you're under 18, yes, you have to wear a helmet if you're on a bike. Well, when you say the 100 dead days of summer, do you include people on bicycles that get hit by cars? Because it seems all of a sudden, I mean, just recently, there's so much of that going on, hit and runs and people getting hit on maybe just walking, but mainly on bikes. Do you include that with the 100 days? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you asked about that because, yes, um, during this summer, more people out bicycling, they're walking. Um, and those, what we call those particularly vulnerable roadway users, because they are every you know, every right to use a roadway as much as the drivers, people using the streets, whether they're on a moped or on uh, or walking, you know, they are very vulnerable. That's why us people that are in vehicles, driving vehicles, just have to be awfully careful. And that means at intersections. We see so many of these crashes happen at intersections where somebody in a vehicle just pulls up and they don't check what's coming down the road careful enough. And they pull out right in front of a, a bicyclist or a moped or a motorcycle 
and they don't stand a chance. If they're going 30 miles per hour down the road and you and they T-bone you because you weren't careful pulling out into that intersection, you've just taken their life or you've disabled them for life. Well, it's it, it's scary. I'll tell you what else scares me, Sam, and maybe other people out there listening now will agree, are these power-driven scooters that you see all over the place, all over downtown. Now even kids, you can buy them. You see them zooming up and down streets, and they don't seem to, to look as carefully as they should. That's just my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, you need to kind of obey the laws of the road, whether you're on a, a scooter, a motorcycle, or a vehicle. Um, you know, it's only to your advantage. And, again, people are, even though, you know, those things don't go very fast, they can still um, cause a collision, or you can uh, be in a position where you're not being careful and, and get into a collision. So, yes, there's a little bit of pandemonium out there when it comes to those things that we need to correct. Yeah, that and electric bikes. I don't electric bikes scare me. I, I like using my legs, Sam. Exactly. You know, I haven't been on an electric bike. I prefer my uh, I prefer my man powered bike. But boy, <laughs> yes. Um, the, a lot of people will use them, and they can pick up speed quite rapidly. Yeah, they go pretty fast. They're not like a scooter that kind of is limited to speed. Those electric bikes, well, I guess you can buy different speeds, but some seem to go pretty quickly. They do. They do. And. You know, one common thing we, we see, whether you're on a bike, a motorcycle, a car, um, why do these um, uh, deaths go up? It's because people are riding or driving impaired or they're going too fast or they're not using proper restraints, whether that be a, a helmet or a seatbelt in a vehicle. You know, most people killed inside vehicles are not buckled up. So, you know, um, if I had to give some advice to, to people this summer, you know, if you want to make it to the end of the summer without being killed, I know that sounds gruesome, or being badly injured, um, you know, just buckle that seatbelt, keep your speed down, stay off your phone, focus on the road, just use a little bit of caution. You know, I say humility goes a long way, just realizing that, yes, you too could very well get into a crash. Well, I know, I agree with that. And I see, again, my observations, mainly along I-25, where there's maybe a little more space to do this, but I see people on their phones all the time or doing tech texting while they're driving. And I'm going, I don't understand why you would even have to do that. Yeah. Well, Colorado does have a no texting law. You're not allowed to be on your phone texting while you're driving. Um, so that's that. And just because we, we see about 15,000 crashes every year that involve somebody who is distracted. The top distractions are yes, being on your phone, but also turning and talking to passengers, um, managing your pets, you know, turning around to, you know, get your kids to settle down, whatever it is. Just don't do anything that takes your eyes off the road. Right. Um, because anybody that's ever been in a crash, they know that it happens in a split second. Right. That's why you always need to be focused on the road. And, and you know, I just go back to that humility thing. Like, people drive drunk because they've didn't done so in the past and didn't get caught. People drive distracted because they've done so in the past and nothing happened. But eventually, um, the odds work against you, and you will get into a crash because of that. Yeah, good words there. Sam Cole, uh, communications manager uh, with CDOT. Let's talk more about motorcycles, which seem to really, obviously, there's more of them out this time of year. Who's involved in most motorcycle accidents? Well, you know, we there's t I, I don't mean to oversimplify. There's two kind of types of riders out there. There's the sport bike riders. They tend to wear helmets, but they, you know, we all see them. They're on our highways, and sometimes they ride recklessly. They're weaving in and out of traffic, and they're going at high speeds. Um, so there's those, and they tend to be a younger younger group of people that are just taking chances, and they, 
they got that sport bike for a reason, and it's not to get from point A to point B. It's to have fun. And then there's the uh, the Harley riders. They they tend to you know they tend to ride slower and more cautiously. Um, but boy, they don't wear helmets. Um, yeah. I think it's a cultural thing. And uh, when they get into a crash, um, you know things odds are not in their favor because you have no protection. Um, so there's those two types of riders out there. And then you have drivers out there that just aren't paying attention. They're on their phones. They're not, they're not paying attention to the road. And if I had a piece of advice to drivers this summer, you know, just be extra cautious at intersections. Take a couple extra seconds to look down the road before you turn into an intersection to make sure that there's not a, a motorcycle coming because they can be they can be hard to see. And also checking those blind spots on right. the highway. You know, a motorcycle can get lost in your blind spot because they're a fairly small object. Why? Well, absolutely. In fact, I, I have a couple of teenage grandchildren that are starting to drive, and I always tell them, look both ways twice before you pull out. Because, especially yeah. this time of year, because as you just said, Sam, motorcycles, sometimes you just don't see them coming unless you're careful. Nope, you don't. And the same thing goes for a pedestrian, a, uh, a bicyclist, scooter, all those things. So, yes, you're in a vehicle. You're going to cause major damage, possibly kill somebody that is so vulnerable on a road like a motorcyclist or a bicyclist. Well, and sometimes what I see, and maybe you've seen this too, uh, Sam, and our friends listening right now, when you might be on I-25 rush hour and these people on motorcycles, I mean, they take they take the side of the road and just zoom right by you and then weave in and weave out. That scares me, and I'm just sitting there. It does. It is. And it's, it's, it's um, you know, the one thing that the state legislature has contemplated is what's known as a, a lane splitting bill where motorcycles can ride in between lines of uh, cars in a, in a traffic jam um, and just called kind of called lane splitting. They have it in California. We don't have it legal here in Colorado. Um, but the, the evidence is mixed whether or not that puts motorcyclists in more harm or less harm. Um, but if you see a motorcycle doing motorcyclist doing it, it is against the law. So what should you do? Should you call some kind of a county sheriff or state patrol, or what do you do? Yeah, anything you see that's um, illegal on our roadways, whether it be somebody that's weaving, maybe they're a drunk driver, or speeding and causing you know havoc on our roadways, just dial start two seven seven. Of course, have your passenger do that or pull over to the side of the road yeah, while you're driving. Exactly. But yeah, if you see something that's particularly um, um, bad going on on Rosé, that's literally putting people's lives in danger, like that that drunk driver or somebody that is speeding, weaving in and out of traffic, yeah, call that number. Well, is it because of the motorcycles, the increase of motorcycles in the seven, in the summertime, uh, Sam, that leads to these hundred day, deadly days of summer? Is it the motorcycles? Yeah, motorcycles are definitely part of it, but then it's just everybody else, everybody that's you know, just kind of amping up their dangerous driving behaviors, whether that means not buckling up, they're speeding, um, driving impaired. Those are the kind of the top three. And of course, being on the phone. Um, but yeah, we see those motorcycles deaths increase during the summer just because people are out on their bikes there. They want to have fun. The Harley riders are out on the weekends, um, you know, touring around the state and perhaps stopping at a bar and having a few drinks, getting back on their bikes without a helmet on, and that's a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. So, Sam, what kind of tips do you have for both riders, well, and I guess, and drivers as well, that we might not think about or we need to think about? Yeah. Well, one thing that's really, that's really hard to hear is, you know, motorcyclists, 
There are not a lot out there. There are only 3% of the vehicles on our roadways, but they're 20% of the deaths that we see on our roadways. So they are hugely overrepresented in in, um, traffic deaths on our roads. And as far as riders, you know, just keep your speeds down, wear a helmet. You can still have fun on that bike. Um, But boy, never ride impaired and um, make sure that you are properly trained too. There's, you know, just because uh, if you're a new rider, get training. If you're a seasoned rider, get um, retrained for an expert riding course. That's really important. And as drivers, check your blind spots carefully. Be careful, point out into intersections and stay off your phones. Well, as far as the motorcycles, you've made a good point there, Sam. If you're buying a motorcycle for the first time, or as you said, maybe a, a, a retrained lesson, most motorcycle places will tell you where you can get lessons, don't they? Where you buy one? Yeah. Well, it's, if you're a new rider, make sure you get endorsed. Um, just you know, there's special um, you have an endorsement on your driver's license. So just because you've got a driver's license doesn't mean that you are okay to to ride a motorcycle. You have to have a special endorsement on your motorcycle, which requires you to be go through a test. Yeah. And in order for you to go through a test, you really ought to be trained. So yes, you can't just go out and buy a bike and hit the road. You want to get that endorsement, get trained, make sure that your skills. Um, are up to up to snuff. Is passing a motorcycle driving test the same as a car? Can't we be well? Obviously, not exactly the same, but is is complicated? Yeah, I mean, it's like a, a you know, it's like a driving test in a car, except it's a riding test on a motorcycle, and all sorts of they have, you perform all sorts of maneuvers, and um, you know, there's a written test too. So, yeah, it's all these things you need to know to keep yourself safe. Exactly. Well, Sam Cole of CDOT, any place they can go. Do you have something on you on your website about getting more lessons as far as motorcycles or other tips as far as driving? Yeah, if you're a new motorcycle rider, uh, just go to the MOST program. It's M-O-S-T, stands for Motorcycle Operator Safety Training. Um, just Google M-O-S-T and then State Patrol, Colorado State Patrol, and that will give you the list of uh, courses. It's a, it's a program run by the Colorado State Patrol. Um, but, boy... If you're a new rider, just make sure you wear that proper gear, keep your speeds down, right. and don't don't engage in that crazy riding behavior that we see these other guys do. Good idea there, Sam. Always good talking to you, my friend. Uh, Traffic Safety Communications Manager with CDOT. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Murphy. Yep. Have a good day. And you too. Take care. It's, Thanks. Yep. Mile High Magazine. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week.